0: Um, hey guys, welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today we are joined with Robbie Miller. Um, don't mind the painter at the back of his place making a little bit of ruckus in the back. Um, but so we usually just start off by asking, like, how you got into music and into the music scene and where your whole journey began.
1: Oh. So is that, oh, sorry, is that the question? Oh,
0: yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, sure. I think, um, I guess, basically, I got into playing guitar and writing songs in high school. Um, I never really had any aspirations at that stage to do anything musically. But when I finished high school, my mum said I had to make a decision on a direction. So we're talking 15 years ago now, so I thought I'd study uh, music university. Um, And then through my degree, I actually really just focused on Making kind of nice ambient music and wasn't really singing, I wasn't really songwriting, it was just making string quartet pieces and the likes. When I finished uni, and then, yeah, somehow on the way, I did some recordings with one of my best mates, put them up online, and then you know, there you have it I'm writing songs,
0: yeah. <laughs> And so you released your first song in 2014?
1: Yeah, I think 2013, but 2014 was like the, I guess the first time I officially released a song, yeah.
0: Right. And now you've got your debut album out now called Little Love, um, which is amazing and it's really kicked off. So do you want to tell us a little bit of the story behind the album? Because you started, it's been like a four-year process, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah,
1: Something it's like been. That. <laughs> yeah, it, well, I mean, it took I think, what's that, eight years or seven or eight years to actually release an album and then four years to write one. Um, Where did it start? So uh, I met with a gentleman called Alex Hendrickson back in 2016, actually. Um, He reached out to my manager and wanted to get into producing songs. So I had a, a coffee with him at the old museum in Brizzy. And we had a chat and we thought, you know, we worked well together. So let's do some songwriting and... How about you? you just help me produce my album? And that's where it started. And it was just really organic to begin with, just songwriting sessions together, started really writing some good music. And then he took me down to, he's good friends with Matt Corby. So he took, he took me down to Matt's studio. And in the first session together, we wrote the last song on the album, Little Love. And that was kind of the moment that sparked, I guess, the whole the whole album and, and gave the album its feel and that one song. And then it's literally just been, well, maybe I've written 25, 30-plus songs in that period and just trying to find the right vibe. And I guess finding that right vibe and the right energy for the album was something that actually probably took the last eight years to work out um, who I was as an artist and kind of what I wanted to come out as my first full body of work. Um, so that's probably why it took took the four years. What was it? What was it like uh, recording in Matt Corby's Studio? Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty, you know, yeah, kind of a little bit starstruck at times. It's you know, it's Matt Corby, so um, it's so beautiful there
0: as well. Yeah, it's, as looking at that like forest setup,
1: it's gorgeous. I mean, it's it's uh, I'm trying to put into words. It's just beautiful, and you know, he could sing you the phone book. Um, and you'd, you'd sit down, you'd listen, and um, he'd sing harmonies on some of the songs, and you just, you know, it's like a, he's a freak. How's he do it? And, you know, it takes me, it takes me 10 goes to nail harmony, and he's just he's humming along with the morning coffee and nailing it. So it was, um, it was actually a good learning and growing experience, to be honest.
0: Yeah, for sure. I can imagine. And your, your cover art is really beautiful as well. I assume it's your wife.
1: <laughs> that is that is definitely my wife.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> um, why did you pick that image? Is it just because kind of fitting with the little love theme, or
1: yeah? Well, it was kind of an accident that photo, um, which is which is why we picked it and why we love it. Uh, we do we're doing a photo shoot just to try and get some single art and we we're setting up in uh, in this bedroom scene, and we didn't know that the photographer was taking photos and when he sent them through, he'd captured that. And it was kind of, yeah, it was, it was like an actual moment that wasn't manufactured. That was just her and I. And I'm probably saying something stupid to each other and it just came across <laughs> so beautifully. And it, it really explains our relationship. And yeah, from the moment I saw that, I wanted that to be the, the cover of the album, um, particularly now that we've got a little girl. So it's something nice for her to look back on in you know, 10 or 15 years time that that's her mum and dad in front of an album cover.
0: Yeah, that's so cute. I love that. Um, what is your favourite song on the album that you've released?
1: Oh, they're all my favourite, but, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> for all different reasons, actually. But I think if there's one one song that I say I really like, it's Catch Me, which I think is track seven on the album, um, just because, for me, it was, like, a really good show that i can i guess produce the songs myself so that that song i I wrote and produced and mixed and did all myself in you know a couple of days um and i was really kind of proud of that effort and also on the flip side it's a song about kind of trying to escape any kind of doubts they had about being a dad Uh, i wrote a lot of that song pre pre my wife and i having a baby when she was pregnant Um, and it, I don't know if you, anyone who's becoming a parent. It's really quite scary knowing that soon there's going to be a little human that you got to take care of, and yeah, it's just a little bit of a fear around that. And that song was, I guess, the outcome.
0: Yeah, for sure. How old's your kid?
1: Just turned one.
0: Oh wow! So, so was this? Were you still writing the album while like through the birth, through everything like that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of the album uh, she didn't get finished to the end of last year, so a lot was written you know during my wife's pregnancy then after and during certain kinds of lockdowns and working from home it was um it was definitely a a, a mission to to finish it
0: do you think that like all those experiences because it's kind of like a whole ordeal of different life experiences do you think that they impacted like your writing and your songs in yeah some-
1: absolutely mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i think they Yeah, there was so much time for self-reflection in the year that was 2020, I guess. And all those kind of life events and world events and uh, definitely played a huge role in the album. Most of the album was written probably last year. So, yeah, all all accumulates to the outcome, I think.
0: Would you say you had a favourite part of the album process?
1: yeah oh, favorite part of the album process honestly i think working with alex was probably my favorite part um at the start we were both we we're both learning like he just decided to you know just decided that he wanted to make music more serious or give serious more serious music a more serious push and we really kind of explored the songwriting together uh and that was really exciting um to to kind of go through that together and grow a sound together in such a, such a way was really, really nice. And we became really good friends, which is always, always nice. Do you think
0: you're going to, yeah,
1: you go.
0: I was just going to say for like production wise, do you, did you produce all of it? Cause I think did Matt Mm -hmm. neighbor help you out on a couple of tracks or something
1: like that? He did. There's, you know, it's a community really. Um, we had Ron from the Middle East do some backing vocals and drums on the song Show Your Skin. And Matt Neighbour did some production work on I Heard You Say and Little Love. And then we had a, a dude called Aiden Hogg who I think does some stuff for Jaguar Jones and plays in her band. He helped Sick. us on Show Your Skin and oh, what other songs. It, it's just so many different people and obviously Matt co-wrote some of them and then Alex helped me produce most of it and then there's a few songs that I produced myself
0: that's awesome I love that and you also had Greta Stanley on one of your tracks how did you come down come together
1: well that's a good question well I wrote the come down and it was a little bit boring with me singing the kind of return verses um so we had this idea of getting a female in and um, I was a big fan of, of her debut album and a song of hers called, I think it's called September when September comes or something like yeah, something yeah. that. Yeah. It's a really beautiful song. And she had this really beautiful falsetto. Um, so we thought we'd reach out to her and she was keen and jumped on and recorded it. Um, I think we got it back the next day and she absolutely nailed it. Um mm-hmm. So, and we did a photo shoot too. She was in Brizzy. So, we got together and did a photo shoot. Um, Really, really lovely. And it was really great to have her on the song.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. And what, if you were to collaborate with another artist of your choice, who would you love to collaborate with?
1: Ooh, okay, this is a, who would I like to collaborate with? There's plenty. I mean, there's an artist called um, Silo Dynasty, which is, I think everyone uses, I think it's a, I think it's a she or their song to do remixes i think that'd be a really nice collaboration um i'd like to do some stuff with matt again but the one single the one single person ooh, that's a sticky one um i'm just gonna i'm just gonna stick with those two because yeah, they're probably choices. the most yeah
0: yeah everyone always samples a lot of shiloh's stuff as well it's so beautiful it's like lo-fi kind of
1: it sounds like it's recorded on an iPhone. No, I don't know if that's <laughs> how it was recorded, but, uh, I mean, if I'm chasing that aesthetic, that's what I'll do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and so you also toured with Josh Pike and Dustin Tibbet. Tibbet. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. What's that like? Because Josh Pike, I mean, you and Josh Pike and Dustin also have, like, quite a similar sounding music.
1: Yeah, they're just super nice, I think. Um just nice and, and willing to I guess listen and give advice it's pretty tough being an artist pretty tough being an independent artist and that would just yeah Dustin was you know offered to kind of use his equipment if I ever did my own tour offered advice um, and that's I guess the, the best thing about it not only do you get to play in front of their fans they're just so humble and just human um, yeah which which in the Australian music industry, I, I guess, is what you come across a, a lot. It's it's tough, and most musicians know that, and they're always willing to offer you advice or mentoring or whatever it is you want to call it. But they're always, always um, willing to. And that's they both were exactly the same. Like you could, and I could probably message them on Instagram right now, and they'd they'd probably answer my question.
0: That's beautiful. I love that. Mm. And you also you've come across a few awards in. <laughs> Of the few of the past coming years, um, the APRA Music Award and like a Blues and Roots. Um, I just wanted to touch on the Triple J Unearthed National Indigenous Music Award. Um, for best Indigenous talent was it?
1: I think so. I mean, that's uh, almost a decade ago. A while ago, ago like a yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and because you were, I'm not sure if you still are program manager for the Australian Indigenous Mentoring Experience, which is a program helps the kids, you know, sort of get the same education as you would if you were just a, an Australian kid going through school.
1: Yeah, I still work there. Uh, I mean, I've been lucky enough to spend almost 11 years at AIM and probably work with probably close to 3,000 Aboriginal and Torres kids in that time. And uh, my role's a bit different now due to COVID, but it's, um, yeah, it's something that I, I love doing, working with with community. And yeah, that award, just that was the catalyst that started a career for me. I had no, uh, this sounds bad, but my ambitions were elsewhere uh, until I got a call from Triple J saying I'd won a competition. Um, it kind of made me think, oh, maybe I, maybe I can do music. Maybe, maybe this is an option for me. Um, and that's what started it.
0: That's awesome. You got to perform with some in other Indigenous artists as well, which is pretty cool yep How i mean was that-
1: yeah, it was good. you know what it was i think at that stage i'd played oh, maybe two three shows ever in my life um and a part of winning that award they flew up flew up to darwin to play at the award ceremony and jimbler played um and a few other indigenous artists but it was like five or six thousand people and it's wow. just it was ridiculous like i was you know i was I won't say the word what I was, but it was, I was very nervous and, um, yeah, I just, I don't think I'll ever forget how nervous I actually was because I was shitting myself.
0: Yeah. It's it's like such an important experience as well. And it's like meaningful to you, I would assume. And so just the whole thing I can just imagine would would have been pretty hectic. Definitely. Um, and so, with this new album, do you plan on? T- I know you have a kid and all that. So, do you plan on touring these this album?
1: Absolutely, yeah. I can't wait to to get on the road. I think that oh, I can't. I, I guess nothing's really locked in yet. And um, with the world that we currently all live in, it's it's a little bit hard to to say a hundred percent. But yeah, in the next um, maybe three or four months, plan on hitting the road with my band and playing some good shows. I'm really looking forward to playing live and, um, yeah, sharing the album because, I mean, it was it was made to be played live and it was made to be experienced live. So looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and you also did a very little while ago a Like A Version um, and you sang um, Say My Name, the Odessa song. Um, mm-hmm. Why did you choose that song, first of all?
1: Yeah, a good, well, massive Odessa fan for starters, I love, um, you know, their music and like Rufus to Soul, I love that electronic kind of music for someone that writes like indie folk music. You know, <laughs> all my bedroom demos are heavily electronic and for some reason, the songs are at least uh, the complete opposite, but who knows, <laughs> who knows what's to come next. Um, but I just I just loved that album the song was on. Um, and my kind of interpretation of doing a like a version is... I really wanted to transform a song. I really wanted to take it from its original form and, and make it different um, mm. because they're the covers that I love. Like Nairi's like a version of the Tame Palace song is probably still my all-time favourite. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to take the same approach. I just wanted to make it different and make it my own. And that's why, yeah, I kind of changed it and chose the song I did.
0: Sweet. And so if you were to ever go back onto Like A Version and do another song, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what have you been listening to? Like you have a song in mind that you would potentially like to do?
1: Oh, probably like a Joji song, actually. Um, maybe, maybe something of his album Nectar. I don't know which song, but I mean, mm. something from there. Um, you know, I'm a big Frank Ocean fan, so maybe, mm. maybe there's a song off one of his albums I would do um yeah something around that those kind of feels i reckon
0: i like that um Mm -hmm. and so we usually just like finish off our episodes just by asking your plans for the future 2021 whatever the world takes you do you have any plans
1: i have so many plans it is not funny Uh, (laughs) i just recently moved to sydney Mm -hmm. um so i plan on going to beach lots which which would be nice uh but, yeah, I want to do a lot of a lot of songwriting. I want to try and get into some production of my own. I would love to get another two or three singles out of maybe an EP. Uh, and then, yeah, do maybe a, uh, a trip up and down the East Coast playing some shows. That's, that's my plan for 2021.
0: Sweet. That sounds good. Well, mm. we hope to catch you at one of those shows at some point Hopefully. in time, wherever it may be. Um yeah, because we've we've been loving the album. It's so mm-hmm. lovely and it's a really nice just piece of work. Um, so yeah, Kate, we will keen to catch you wherever we catch you. And we usually finish our episodes with a bit of a beers and cheers. I don't have a beer, I have a, <laughs> cheers. You can use any <laughs> anatomy option object that you have nearby.
1: <laughs> sure, I've got my baby's jumper
0: your baby's job all right sweet cheers i've got my cat (laughs) Cheers. thanks for having me no worries man thank you so much for taking the time to catch up with us and have a chat and yeah we'll see you around
1: really appreciate it anytime